Welcome to Think Smart, Feel Smart, Live Smart. I'm V. Vincy, Registered Counselor, Relationship and Family Therapist and Founder of Headquarters Counselling Services. This podcast aims to break down the overwhelm of life and equip you with a toolbox of knowledge, tips and tricks to help you live your best life. This raw, real and unproduced podcast uses audio taken from my weekly live broadcast in the HQCS Community Facebook group. You can find a link to the community in the episode notes. It's free to join. Now let's get started. Good evening. Thank you for joining me. I hope you are well. And we are back on Facebook tonight. And also, I'm streaming into Instagram at the same time, which is all new for me. So hopefully you can all see me. And please give me a little wave or a shout out if you are online now um, so that I know that you are watching with me because I want to say a big thank you and a big welcome again for joining me tonight and any Instagram followers where I'm jumping in for the first time. So for those of you who do not know me, I am V Vinci. I am a registered counsellor, relationship and family therapist and founder of Headquarters Counselling Services, where I help people rebuild healthy minds and lives by identifying the core behaviours that need to be addressed in order for real lasting change to occur. I am a passionate advocate for good quality mental health well-being in order to avoid mental health problems. And I encourage and empower personal growth and progress. And my mission is to inspire you and live fully and authentically. And really, I really want you to chase your dreams, even the scary ones. So I appear live every week and uh, in Facebook. Now on Instagram, you can join us. You can come into the Facebook group or we can do it from here. The community is all about learning and connecting in a way that is far less formal than traditional counselling but is completely underpinned by the principles that I work with in my practice every day. So each episode is available in the guide section and also on iTunes and Podbean. And today we have just been added to Spotify. Spotify. So the link for that will come up in um, Facebook later tonight for my Facebook viewers. For anyone on Instagram, the link will be in the bio for you and you just need to find us under the Think Smart, Feel Smart, Live Smart title, which allows you to skip the whole vid and just listen to the audio, which we pull out each week live and raw. So head over and subscribe. And please leave me a review because apparently this helps me help other people. So I would love for you to do that. Um, I can see lots of people jumping into Instagram. Thank you. Hi, I can see a few waves. So thanks, guys. So one of the most important things for people to know is that the information that I provide is always solidly backed up by science so that you are not simply getting my opinion. Why is this important? because there's a lot of crap out there. And I really like to make sure that it is underpinned by science so that you get an understanding of what I'm talking about. Secondly, the psychology behind what's happening helps you understand yourself more so that you do something differently to get a different outcome. So we are now into the second week of a program that I have just released called the Me, Myself and I program. It is taking up to three or four cohorts a year. 
Uh, and the next one is set for June via the Bust Your Blind Spots Bootcamp, where you get to interact with me over a few days to identify a blind spot that is keeping you stuck. So if you want to chat about that, just book in for a free 15-minute consult to discuss if the program is right for you. But otherwise, keep your eyes peeled for the Bust Your Blind Spots that is going to be coming up again in June. Now, me, myself and I is a very structured framework. It's a six month program. So each stage must be completed before you enter into the next. And this is so that it sets you up for success and you get support. And essentially what you buy is me because I am part of the program every single week. You get to check in with me every single week. It is not a six modules and a goodbye course. It is six months of pretty intensive therapy and is a lot of fun. So the first cohort's coming through and we're having a ball. Now, back to tonight. You can do a catch up where we are this year fairly quickly by watching previous lives or jumping onto the podcast and having a look. But I pretty much give a quick rundown each time. So let's jump in. I have named this month, because we're working in months at the moment. I'm starting with a beginning, a middle and an end. I've named this month, Breathe Out, You Didn't Die. And that's because about now we've realized that we've pretty much fallen off the wagon with our goals and may have copped a nice dose of feeling like a failure for not doing what we said we were going to do. All right. Now, we can and probably do have a number of reasons or even excuses for not doing or being where we want to be. And I am all for giving people a kick up the bum. However, Last week, we changed the view of feeling like a failure to one of breaking a promise to ourselves, effectively breaking our own trust. So we had a look at breaking promises, how breaking promises affects others and ourselves. So tonight, I'm going to introduce you to one of the biggest issues around promises and therefore breaking trust. You may have heard about it. It's called enabling. Enabling behaviour is often associated with addiction. You may be familiar with the concept of parents of friends buying, or friends buying alcohol for alcoholics, or making excuses for behaviors of a drug addict. This is known as enabling. They're big ones. They can come, they happen on obviously really big um, items, but it can be really sneaky and we can do it every day. Now, I always like to reflect these concepts back to ourselves because it's way easier to see problems with other people. But enabling is a big problem we have with ourselves and is often related directly to breaking promises with ourselves. The desire to help others, especially those who mean the most to us, is one of the noblest of human instincts. So parents want to help their children succeed in school. Spouses want to help each other solve their problems. Friends want to help each other at work or in their personal relationships, and we all want to help ourselves. But do we do what we say we're going to do? Unfortunately, sometimes this well-meaning impulse can backfire. In one sense, enabling has the same meaning as empowering. It means lending a hand to help people accomplish things that they couldn't do by themselves. However, what if it wasn't helping? What if instead of helping it perpetuates rather than solves a problem? A parent who allows a child to stay home from school because he hasn't studied for a test is enabling irresponsibility. 
The partner who consistently makes excuses for his hungover um, spouse is enabling alcohol abuse or dependence. The friend who lends money to a drug addict so he won't be forced to steal is enabling the addiction. They essentially eliminate or prolong the consequences for behaviour, thereby delaying the lesson. Now, those who habitually enable dysfunctional behaviour are often referred to as codependent. It's a telling word because an enabler's self-esteem is often dependent on his or her ability to, uh, or their, and their willingness to help in inappropriate ways. So this help allows the enabler to feel more in control of an unmanageable situation. But the reality, though, is that enabling not only doesn't help, but it actively causes harm and makes the situation worse for probably both of you. So by stepping in to solve problems for others, the enabler takes away any motivation for the other person to take responsibility of their own actions. Without that motivation, there is little reason for someone to change. Enablers, help addicts or people who need constant help dig themselves deeper into trouble. It can be a really fine line between helping and enabling. And this is where we need to reflect this topic back to ourselves. Are you enabling your own behaviour to stay where you are? Are you sabotaging yourself by making excuses for yourself? It's an interesting way to look at enabling because we often don't look at this problem in a mirror, only in someone else's. In fact, most people have pretty strong opinions on others who say they are enabled, who they see as enablers. So letting a teenager ignore chores while studying for exams may be helpful. Dismissing that teenager's drinking, bullying, defiance or disrespectful behaviour as being part of a being a teenager is not helping. If you consistently have the same goal on your bucket list or to-do list each year, then you need to ask yourself, why am I not doing this? So I want you to ask yourself some questions to consider when whether you're enabling your own behaviour. So you can ask yourself, why am I ignoring unacceptable behaviour? Do you find yourself resenting responsibilities that you're taking on? Do you consistently put your own needs and desires aside in order to help somebody else? Do you have trouble expressing your own emotions? Do you ever feel fearful that doing the very thing you want will cause a big blow up with important relationships in your life? Are you making excuses for why you haven't made the changes you want? Do you consistently assign blame for not being able to manage the change? If these questions make you think you might be enabling your own behaviour, it's important that you take action and reflect on why. Like we said last week, we've all been taught to keep our commitments and to not break a promise. And I'm sure you probably go out of your way to make sure you don't let somebody else down. But what if that someone is you? Promises, goals or intentions for yourself are often the first thing to go when things get busy. It's important to know the difference between empowering and enabling because without this for yourself, you disempower yourself. Without knowing this for others, 
you disempower them. So one of the mottos I live by in my work is help people in such a way that they do not need to come back to you again for the same problem over and over. So how can you tell the difference for both others and for ourselves? So number one, enabling is trying to fix other people's problems. Empowering is supporting people as they solve their own problem while providing them with the tools and resources they need. So in reverse, by trying to fix other people's problems, you disempower yourself to solve your own. Number two, enabling is about creating dependency. Empowering is about creating sustainability. So enabling gives out the message that the person, um, that the person needs you to know the answer, when in reality, they have all it takes to succeed and know the answer themselves. Through empowerment, we help people identify their own areas that they need to improve. So once again, reverse this for yourself, reflection. Enabling allows you to give a message to someone else that you may need to, for you, to give for yourself. Remember the old saying, practice what you preach. One of the great tips for empowerment is that you will not solve every recurring mistake or problem that will come to you in the future. But to teach others or yourself how to deal with similar problems that it might arise is the key. In these ways, you will know when you are that when you're not around, the person you are trying to help, they will be able to make the decisions themselves and figure it out and vice versa. You will be okay too to help yourself if others are not around. Number three, enabling is allowing someone to constantly rely on us to make all the decisions. Empowering is letting a person believe in their own power to make decisions. By enabling others, you may also be deflecting from making your own decisions for yourself and disempowering your own power to make the decision. Enabling is saying, I know what is right. Empowering is saying, I trust you to know what is right for you. Empowering is stepping back and giving others to room to showcase their unique skills, make mistakes and experiment until they get a feel for what it does what, what's right for them. It does the same for you. Give yourself a chance to step back, make a mistake, find your strength and figure out what fits for you. We do a disservice when making decisions for others because we may not always be right. And while some of our advice will prove to be useful, not all of it can be right for every person and in every circumstance. But guess what? It's generally right for you. With my clients, I encourage them to trust their own work and progress. I trust that they know themselves best, that they are the experts in their life, that they understand what needs to be done. Sometimes they just don't know how to say it, and this can stop them from actioning it. So when it comes to relationship or career advice, I do not have the first-hand insight into people's experiences, long-term goals, or even the amount of work they are willing to put into either of them. I can only offer a point of view. Go back to the stages of life um, episode. It's episode 25 for the podcasters, and you'll see it in the, uh, the lives. There's a whole list of them. Stages of change. In that, I talk about relapse. 
And I give people room to go back a step and relapse and instead celebrate and encourage every time they honour themselves and make decisions to continue rather than give up. It's not a relapse when you are aware of it. It's a mistake. And there, but it needs to be changed. I mean, round that off. If you're going to go, oh, so I made a mistake and I've had more drugs this week, that's not the same thing. We are talking about everyday decisions that we stop ourselves from making a change with, okay? Learning the difference between being able to empower and enable people made me a better counsellor. Learning the difference can help you make you become a, the person you want to be. It helps you to stop being impatient when you make mistakes. It helps you to help yourself with the tools that I provide at times for people here in this group or in my program. And this makes you happier simply because you feel more accomplished because you've undertaken what you set out to do. So when you feel accomplished in your role, it helps you to feel more secure and become less controlling and more compassionate. Win-win. In knowing the difference between empowering and enabling, I do not rob people of their own power, but instead encourage and honour their potential and unique talents. Perhaps you can learn to do this for you as well. Self-trust is a key element in building self-confidence. Trusting yourself helps you make better decisions. It helps you to be yourself, but it also helps you to be more trustworthy in the eyes of others. Others can sense when you have high levels of self-trust, which, which consequently makes others trust you more and take you more seriously. Self-trust is the mindset that whatever comes my way, I will be able to handle it. When you have a high degree of self-trust, you feel safe in relying on your own mental, emotional and physical abilities. And there is a deep inner knowing that life will continue even when it gets hard. So what gets in the way of self-trust? A simple answer, self-abandonment, chronically going against yourself. Over time, this habit of self-abandonment results in a lack of self-trust, which then bleeds over into your ability to trust people in your life. If you frequently struggle to believe that other people actually care about you or aren't sure if others have your best interest at heart, Recognise that this can all be a function of projection and that you might be the one who isn't caring about you or having your best interests at heart. Be kind to yourself and it will be that much easier to trust the kindness of others. In terms of the root issues of what gets in the way of self-trust, I would say that there are two major culprits. Our truth was made wrong by family, friends, culture, society, or peer groups around us, or we are simply in the habit of going against what our hearts have to say to us because our truth is somehow viewed as inconvenient to others. In either case, self-trust is reclaimed by rekindling our relationship to ourselves and treating ourselves as we would our most cherished friend or loved one. So a little tip and a small exercise on self-trust. Become the person you would trust the most. What? So let me ask you a question. Who do you trust in your life? Take some time to think about these people. Once you have identified them, ask yourself, 
Why do I trust these people? Why do you think these people are trustworthy? Is it because they have succeeded at something? Is it because they have healthy habits? What is it about them that you trust? Identify the characteristics that make someone trustworthy, get inspired and work on building those characteristics for yourself so that you become more trustworthy in your own eyes. And do you know what? I've done this exercise with a few people now. And do you know what I love? No answers are the same. Nobody's answers are going to be the same. Everybody's view and perception of what makes someone trustworthy is going to be different. And what I love about that is that that's the key for the right fit for you. Don't go and compare with anybody else. Just look at the answers and go, wow, how do I need to incorporate that into me to do what I want? Any questions you have, you can generally ask me, but because I can't see them, well, we're not going to be answering them. However, dump them into the comments, either on Instagram or Facebook, and I will always go back and I will always write back to you and answer. Otherwise, reach out, join the group. You can jump into Facebook and join it because I generally run from there. And once you're in there, you can um, participate in there. You get to get all the old um, videos. You get to get all the old handouts. So it's a really good resources section. Jump in and have a look. Otherwise, thank you for joining me. And I will be back next Wednesday night. And I don't even know what I'm talking about then, but I'll let you know. Thanks, guys. See ya.